This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Making Shift Happen, friends. Uh, Today, (laughs) we're talking about not shoulding all over yourself. You know, I like to, I like to play on the word, uh, shit basically, you know, with making shift happen and not shooting all over yourself because Hey, you have to have some sort of sense of humor, especially when it comes to health and wellness, because I really truly do believe that humor and laughter and, and just being able to take things with a grain of salt or just being light about a certain situation is incredibly important to your overall just mental health and well-being, especially right now, you know, with a lot of things that we're navigating, um, regardless of whether you think we're still in a pandemic or not, it's just going to be incredibly important for you to take that time to kind of pause and, and just not take everything so seriously. Of course, take things that are, that are needing to be serious, serious, but not everything. That doesn't mean every single thing needs to be just too much to handle, all right, or needs to be incredibly serious. So today, talking about the word should, because how, if you've been around my uh, my orbit, you know how important mindset and the words that you use and, and just how you treat yourself and how you talk to yourself and how you talk to others I really think that that's incredibly important because yeah, communication, it is incredibly important with others, but it's also incredibly important with yourself. And today I'm using it as an opportunity to really dive in a little bit more and maybe with a different angle uh, as other episodes that I've talked about, like episode 10, uh, that was an episode that I talked about getting more done by batching your time, which, you know, that's something that we can, I'll be also talking about in the next episode, uh, episode 71, but also episode 23 of having to versus getting to, and that whole mindset shift of have to quote unquote versus get to, and that is in and of itself, like that episode, definitely go back and listen to that episode 23. I'll link it in the show notes, but that episode definitely really shed some light on the power of words and my whole stance on that. And, you know, by all means, I am certainly not a therapist, but I am well versed in therapy myself. Um, you've, you, if you've been around, you know how pro therapy and pro mental health I am, but I think it's really important just to have some sort of self-reflection. And I think that that's something that all of us could really benefit with as humans. So today talking about the word should, and also talking about the word and phrases, uh, have to, and need, or need to, or must. And a lot of those other words that are kind of in an absolute term of, you know, something that is priority, you have to do it or else. And... I just want to shed some light on this situation because I think that changing the words and the the words that you use can really help, first of all, alleviate stress, which I think all of us could benefit from, and just make you kind of a generally happier person because you are going to be less stressed. You're not going to have as many concerns with certain things. Of course, I can't, I personally can't 
alleviate all stresses uh, for you, and that's really something that's up to you anyways to do. But hopefully this will help you manage stress and manage your approach to the day and things like that, okay? So this is actually going to be mirroring a lot of the work that I'm doing in uh, therapy in the past few weeks myself. Uh, So I do see a therapist. Her name's Alexis here in the Denver area. Um, She's amazing. And I'm really enjoying working with her. Uh, You know, it's one of those situations where you just kind of sync really well with one another. And I chose to work with her because she does work predominantly with entrepreneurial women, especially. Uh, I'm sure she probably has some, you know, male clients as well. But she works with females and business owners, you know, uh, very highly motivated individuals. And that was predominantly what I wanted some help and guidance on was just how to manage my own stress and how to manage my own expectations and things like that as a coach and a business owner and a human and a daughter and a wife and and a friend and all of those things. Right. So we're going to, we're going to be talking about what, what we've, what Alexis and I have been talking about. And, and just as a funny aside, every time I say Alexis's name, when I'm not in session with her, I always think of the character Alexis shit from Shit's Creek. And if you haven't watched that, I do recommend it. It's a good Canadian comedy. It might take a few episodes to grow on you. Um, okay, so how to not should all over yourself. Uh, the first thing, the first step here is to identify how often you say these phrases. Again, it can include the phrase should, I should do this, I should do that, need, must, have to, things like that, right? Just be aware. So the first step is just to identify how often you say it and be aware of when you say it, okay? Right? Pretty simple step. However, once you start doing this to yourself, you're going to start noticing that you're going to be doing it to everybody around you and, and you know, don't call them out on it. But you're going to become aware of the the words and the vocabulary that your friends and your and your loved ones use in their in their own circles, and with themselves and towards you and towards friends and things like that. So it's a very eye opening exercise. But the first step: identify how often you say it, and then that might trickle down into how often other people say it. Doesn't matter how often other people say it; they they are separate from you. But it will increase your awareness around this. Second step: now find healthy replacements for those words, for the have tos and needs and shoulds and musts in your life. Some examples I'll give you uh, for, for all of these things is, you know, instead of saying I should go and work out or I should pay my taxes, which yeah, okay, you should. So that is going to be the exception is things that you're legally required to do. Yeah, okay, then must and have to and should might still apply. But just to make it clear, use of these words in social realms and in you know self-help realms or, or ways that you want to take care of yourself with self-care or exercise or health or wellness, whatever it is for you, that's the that's the realm that we're talking about here, uh, just to make some clarification, because I, I just realized I didn't make that clarification earlier today. Um, but let's find some healthy replacements for those, okay? Uh, I know for me, like a common one, especially before... I tore my quad recently playing rec league soccer. I was just having a hard time getting motivated to go to the gym, which is pretty funny because I'm a coach for crying out loud, right? Like I should want to go to the gym and believe me, I did. 
I was just so exhausted. I had just utter exhaustion. All right. Um, went and got some blood tests. Everything's fine. Just have a little bit of pandemic fatigue is what I was literally diagnosed with. Uh, so, you know, it's to be expected for uh, quite a few of us, especially for those of you who might be like me uh, and are quite extroverted and really love being around other people and being recharged. And now I've gotten used to not really being around a ton of people uh, and kind of being around like a core group of people, which I still love you all dearly. But it's it's not it's not what I'm used to. You know, I'm used to being in large groups and in large clinics and being indoors with a large amount of people in the gym and all of this stuff. So I think it's started to take my toll, start, start to take a toll, you know, two years in. So I'll, I'll give myself some credit there. But I've constantly been saying that phrase of like, oh, I should, I should work out. I should do the Shred Strong program, which I want to because it brings me so much joy. So what I end up doing is I end up abbreviating the workout. And because I'm a firm believer in something is better than nothing. So I'll at least do like a core routine or an arm routine or something like that, right? So I'll do some supersets in the program for the day. Maybe not the whole thing because I just don't necessarily feel like lifting heavy. You know, it's kind of a weird thing for me to feel that way because I am used to lifting heavy for so many years. But I also think that, you know, maybe it was time just for my body to have a good reset. Um, But this quad tear has actually really reinvigorated my training approach and just thinking about it a little bit more scientifically. And therefore, I'm also trickling it down into the Shred Strong program a little bit more. So heads up, if you're a Shred Strong athlete, in the coming weeks, you're going to be seeing a little bit of a difference in the programming movements in terms of them being a little bit more unique in terms of things that you've had in the past. So just as a heads up, get excited. Of course, I'm going to tell you all in the Shred Strong group, the private group, but just giving you a heads up in case you listen to this before I post it in the group. Um, so yeah, a perfect example is I should go work out. I should eat more vegetables. I should do this report for work, which you might need to if it's a deadline. Um, and instead replace those shoulds and needs and musts and have tos with, it would benefit me to dot, 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 go work out or eat another vegetable, or drink a little bit more water, or go to bed an hour earlier, (laughs) or I don't know, I'm trying to think of examples off the top of my head. So that's one example. It would benefit me to blah, 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 right? Sounds a lot better than should. Because here's the thing is should takes away your power. Should makes it feel like it's a requirement and you don't have a choice. Because you have to, you must to, you you need to, you should do these things. So it takes away that power. And I want these words to change and I want these words to evolve and the, and the vocabulary you use with yourself to just evolve with you. And I want it to empower the living hell out of you. That's my goal. That's one of the biggest reasons why I'm doing the podcast and why I go on these tangential, you know, tangents. Uh, I guess that's redundant, but whatever, we're going with it. Um, it's because I get so, I get so, I, get, I, I wish you could see me right now in video. Like I feel all the feels that my clients are, are sharing with me and, and their struggles and their victories and their challenges and their obstacles, but then their successes as well. And I feel that I take that in. I'm an empath. I can't help it. It's who I am. And it, it impacts me and I see how it impacts them. 
and I know this impacts you. So I want your word choice to empower you as much as the word choices empower them as well, because I just, ooh, it makes such a difference. I mean, week to week, especially once my athletes give themselves like a few weeks to really dial in certain things and dial in word choice and, and habits and skills and all this stuff that they're working on, man, you can just see how it makes them evolve and lets them evolve. Um, all right. So healthy replacement, it would benefit me too, dot, dot, dot. I would like to is another healthy replacement, right? Or healthier replacement, I should say, because everything's on a gradient, right? Uh, another one I really like is I get the opportunity to (laughs) the one that has also been a killer. It has been such a killer change for me is I want to, I want to work out. I want to go practice my bike skills today. I want to have a damn, (laughs) another damn vegetable. (laughs) Um, I want to have another glass of water. I want to create another social media post to share with my, to share with my community, to help them. Maybe they're feeling these same, these same things that I'm feeling and it will, it will touch someone, you know, it will really resonate with someone. These replacements are yours to make and they're yours to decide upon what kind of works for you and your personality. And you get to kind of play around with it and see what words and what phrases really resonate with you. And then when you find those things and those phrases, great. You've identified how often you say it and you identify when you say it. That was step one. Step two is to find the healthy replacements of words, healthier replacements of words that work for you. So it would benefit me. I would like to, I get the opportunity to, I want to, I would, I would really enjoy this. Then the third step here, when you notice that you say these things, don't be hard on yourself. So when you notice that you say the have tos and the needs and the shoulds, don't be hard on yourself. Don't give yourself a hard time. Don't kick yourself in the ass. Don't like get angry with yourself. There's no reason. There's no reason to get angry with yourself. Just become aware of you seeing these things and you're actively trying to replace these things. All right. It's kind of like when you learn someone's pronouns that they like to go by or that they identify with. Great. Use those pronouns out of respect for that individual. Don't make a big deal out of it and just say, oh, oh, sorry, Uh, they, them, you know, like, or they, they, they said this, uh, if that's what they prefer to to go by or not prefer, it's what they do go by. Um, It's the same type of situation. Don't beat yourself up over this stuff because it's, it's doing you a disservice. Again, it's taking away your power. All right. So notice it. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't, don't judge. That is going to be a really important step. All right. So even though it's the third step, it's really important one. And then the fourth and final step in in this whole thing is, you know, practice it. It, it will become more and more natural once it becomes more of a habit. And once you practice it, just like anything, just like practicing bike skills and, and, you know, fun tricks on the bike, party tricks, practicing it is ultimately what gets you better at these things. And just knowing and believing that you can shift your thinking is incredibly important. So just recognizing that, taking it day by day, phrase by phrase, moment by moment, that is going to really help you overall learn how to to not should all over yourself, okay? So friends, I would love for you to try this. 
this practice. And again, it's practice, right? Just like meditation and, and mindfulness and practicing skills on your bike. It's all a practice. Just as a quick recap on ways and steps for you not to shit all over yourself <laughs> is first, identify how often you say these phrases, you know, the, the have tos, the shoulds, needs, wants, or uh, musts, things like that. Second step, find a healthy, healthy replacement. You know, uh, it would benefit me. It, I would like to. I would love to. Uh, I get the opportunity to. I get the chance to. Uh, yeah, you, you get it. You find what works with you because we each talk differently. You know, I, I definitely talk differently. Uh, and sometimes I write how I talk, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. Uh, but find the phrases that work for you, okay? Third step, notice it and don't judge don't be hard on yourself. Don't criticize. Just notice. It's a gentle notice. It's a gentle awareness. It's a gentle identification and then switching into the, the words that are healthier replacements, okay? Last but not least, practice. Final step. Practice it, practice it, practice it. You can shift your thinking. You just have to be patient and practice it just like anything in life, okay? Anyways, friends, I hope that this helped you. And if you have any tips, if you have your favorite phrases that you like to use that are healthier phrases, healthier replacements for the shoulds, musts, you know, have tos and all that crap to comment on the Instagram posts or social media posts, or you can DM me however you want to communicate with me. It's an open to you and your preference. Okay. Uh, because I would love to learn what your favorite phrase is to replace and to modify, you know, how you talk and, and communicate and things like that. And it gets me kind of going. Maybe it's a phrase that I might like. And maybe I'll steal it if you don't mind. If you don't mind, of course. But that's all I've got for you for today, friends. If you found this helpful, I would love it if you shared it with your friends and loved ones. Because, you know, sharing is caring. Um, and also, if you feel like you need some more, I don't know, one-on-one, -on -one, more personalized guidance and coaching on nutrition or strength training and things like that, that I specialize in, Hey, reach out, you know, there's a link in the show notes on applying to work with me. I do have a couple of, of openings popping open in the next three weeks for, mm, for, I don't have the calendar out. It might be, it might be four weeks, but still it's in the next like couple weeks. And of course it takes a good week or two just to kind of onboard people adequately. So yeah, reach out, apply to work with me, and uh, and we will get started one step at a time to your best self or the or the self that you're really wanting to strive towards. Okay. Anyways, I love you all, and I appreciate you for listening listening today. And I will I will see you next week, and I hope you have a beautiful day.